right, here we go. Three, two, one. And we're back with the John Saunders Memorial Fantasy Football Podcast here at uh, Casa de Mullets. How are we doing today? Doing great. How are you? I'm doing well. Glad to be back on the mic. Have the cans on. Uh, right now, we're going to take a look at uh, this week's playoffs. We're in week seven of year eight of the John Saunders League. And we got a ton of close matchups, uh, or had a ton of close matchups. I'm now looking at Demons at Alvin's Cup, uh, name change overnight. Quite interesting. Um, wow. Just going to... to this, game, this game was close not that long ago. No, yeah, they were projected uh, near the same. Uh, and you were just saying, uh, before we jumped in the mic, watch out for, watch out for the Cups. I've been saying it since pretty much day one. I mean, the league was pretty down on, uh, you know, my, my erstwhile uh, little brother, and uh, rightfully so. I mean... His draft, his draft was abysmal. In, in that moment, his first five picks, two of them couldn't play. Yeah, two, but, two, two of them couldn't play the game. Right, but, you know, uh, I think he was um, playing the long game, and uh, it seems like uh, everybody wants to win now in the league, and... Um, I think you could say a lot about a lot of teams where you know it's it's very loaded for the beginning of the season, but they're not they're not thinking about the uh, the whole season. Yeah. Um, just uh, all I'll say is I'm not going to call anybody out by name necessarily. I mean, we can go into it if you want to, but a lot of really thin rosters on in in the league this year. More and, so than in previous years. Yeah, and uh, I mean, people have to remember the our season is what 14 games now. 14. Our regular season's 14 games, so, you know, those early games are definitely important, but um, you can you can kind of see from, from his squad right now. I mean, he's got nine points right now out of freaking Ezekiel Elliott. Nobody thought Elliott was going to do anything this year, but he's outscoring Ramondre Stevenson. And Ramondre Stevenson was one of those guys that, uh, you know, the fantasy nerds were all over his nuts once again this year. And uh, well, actually, look, jumping live over to the the champion bowl. Oh, so, oh, so this oh. week we have our five and one Lions Den, our champ, reigning champion of the league, playing league leading undefeated possibles. Uh, and it doesn't look great uh, for uh, doesn't look great for the possibles right now. Ramondre with fourteen, which is uh, sounds like above his his weekly average, but holy hell, look at. I looked Look a few at minutes the ago. Yeah. Roster. yeah, I looked a few minutes ago, and Ramondre had six, and he's just been. I mean, if we look at Ramondre for a minute here, his last uh, you know few games six, six, two, you know, jumped up to seventeen last week, and then fourteen this week. But um, man, I, it, it's just you know, I, I, it's not somebody I would want to count on. But if we switch over to the champ, yeah, I mean, his roster is is stacked. Uh, Again, I looked a few minutes ago, and Taylor had eight points, and now he's up to 20. <laughs> yeah, he's up to 20. The guy wasn't playing football two weeks ago, and now is a uh, uh, clear RB1 for him, especially in a week where, where Bichon has nothing. Yeah, and I, I don't understand the whole situation. I, I keep, I've been checking this all day, and he's, according to ESPN, he's healthy. Um, he must have, uh, you know, had relations with the uh, <laughs> coach's daughter. I don't know. A Sean, a Sean McVay, a Sean McVay situation. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure what happened there, but yeah, he's. I mean, he's been, he's been a little bit up and down this year, but he's generally been, you know, in the top, you know, echelon, top, top ten, top fifteen of backs, and 
putting up a, a bullet hole this week. It, it's surprising, but it doesn't matter. I mean, the champ. This thing is. This thing is over. Yeah, um, talk about a guy who we also are. Uh, we, we, the the league was given a lot of flag to on draft night, uh, especially having uh, his grandfather or some random farmer, you know, <laughs> calling his picks while he was coaching his high school football game. Uh, he looks. I mean, obviously he's beatable, but um, he looks like he's poised to actually repeat for the first time in in, in the league. I mean, he's going to go as far as the those Detroit Lions go. He's very dependent on that team, and I, I mean, it's definitely a strategy. I don't, I, I, I say this as I've got three Minnesota Vikings starting this week, <laughs> uh, which isn't, you know, obviously not an ideal situation. Um, but you know, Addison is, if he's not one there, he's one A with Jefferson out. You know, Hawkinson is still. Um, Top three tight end. I mean, we can work out a trade for Hawk right now if you want. Yeah, I know. We've been, you've, <laughs> you know, I think the league offices would approve. You've been you've been on Hawk all year, um, but you got to come to the table with something. Uh, and then you know, I Madison is just by necessity a running back for me since uh, my running back situation isn't great right now. It's not. Uh, I mean, you're you're stacked at wide receiver. Uh, I think uh, Devontae hit double digits. Mike Evans with a. With a twenty plus for you. I mean, early on when we were looking at games, yours was the the least competitive, uh, and it's still very much that. I mean, you're playing the pimps. The pimps have been down pretty much all year. Um, yeah, I mean, he's got Cole Komet with zero. Calvin Ridley put up one. Uh, yikes. Algier was was down pretty bad all day. Kind of rallied at the end here. He's got thirteen. Serviceable. Points. That's a serviceable RB two uh, score, but yeah, and then not you know, with the bottom half of the roster like that. Obviously, Lojack blew up today, but I, you know, I it looks like I could could withstand the uh, Jackson outburst. We'll we'll see. I mean, it's it's still early. I've got I've got five left to play. He's got four left to play. With so, Eckler, with Eckler against yeah. uh, against KC, I mean that should you should Eckler and you know Marquise Brown is a you know he's he's put up some games this year. He has. Uh, I mean he's clear wide receiver one there in Arizona, and not that you know that Arizona offense is probably nothing to write home about, but um, he's still gonna get a lot of looks, and that's I, I'm definitely not counting my chickens here in this game, um, but I'm I'm satisfied with where things are at early in the game. Uh, how, how's your game looking? Let's take. A you know, I was actually just going to jump over because it looks like Jacoby Myers with a touchdown. Oh, uh, pretty huge! Uh, if it, for everyone following along, uh, Deontay Foreman had the best game of his career. Uh, wasn't on a roster last year, or or no one could find him uh, in the month of September. Put up 32 today uh, out of uh, the the Sawbox flex, um, along with you know James Cook with 18 again. Really strong performance. Uh, I, I got to give it to AV. Great waiver wire. Wait, great waiver move this this week. I yeah, was not. That, that doesn't fix the fact that he's starting. You know, he's still trotting out the corpse of Najee Harris. <laughs> I mean, then, yeah. Look, look to the bench with uh, with Gus Edwards with twenty one. Ooh, rough. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's. I, I don't know if I would have played Gus Edwards over over Najee, but uh, the the wide receiver situation there is. Is, is not so hot. I mean, he's running out Rashid Rice, who's, you know, he's had a couple decent games. Some he's, bursts, yeah. He's coming on. Um, I'm a little worried that they brought back uh, Mikol because they basically play the same position. Yeah. And it's not like Hardman needs time to get acclimated He there. should know that playbook. Um, but they're both, you know, pretty 
pretty locked in at the slot. And, uh, you know, who knows who knows who Mahomes is going to have the better uh, uh, relationship with. And, uh, you know, Palmer, I know uh, Mike Williams went down, and, and Palmer has is, is played okay. Yeah, I'm gonna. I was like, I was just pulling up his uh, his game logs, uh, and they seem, yeah. you know, a ten, a ten, a fourteen. I mean, that's, you know, again, you'll you'll take that over uh, a lot of other wide receiver choices out there. Yeah, uh, but you, there's definitely no. There, I mean, Debo is out, obviously, but even Debo's been sort of uh, up and down this year. Uh, I know he's had some really good games, and, um, you know. And, uh, you know, last week he had the one, but he got hurt. I think he got hurt pretty early. Um, but, yeah, it's a uh, – man, I, you know you know that I've been focusing on uh, receivers for the last few drafts, and uh, I think it's just the most important position out there. It's definitely um, a winning str- – I mean, you've proven that it's a winning strategy. I mean, you know, outside of this year where the possibles have actually given, given the South a run, um, you know, you've – You've held the divisional crown, you know, with that with the strong wide receiver set for a while here, with the with the second tier running back, where I usually have the opposite strategy where it hasn't worked out in my favor in most years, but uh, you know, this year I'm very happy with the running back room. Even with the Kyron Williams IR spot, um, you know, pretty much able to weather uh we have a Bijan Robinson, uh I'm sorry, a Brett uh hold on. Uh a Brian Robinson Jr. Uh, uh, spotting a touchdown for IBM, Ooh. pulling him closer to the Vols. That game's a lot tighter than it was in the past. And if you look over, Jameer Gibbs with 26. Wow, we were just we were just talking about Jameer Gibbs and how trash he is. Yeah, we were not, definitely. Not, I was not that long ago. <laughs> I was definitely just trashing the Vols roster uh, in the past 15 minutes. I'm, uh, I'm happy to see that game go final though, because that means uh, Lamar Jackson's done raping me in the ass. Yeah, and that holds a double-digit score for uh, my defense. Really happy with that. And Hopkins with his third 50-yard field goal of wow. the game. Wow. Okay, wow. yeah, yeah, my kicker. My, it's now now <laughs> Ghost Sawbucks tied at 67. That game is going to overtime. Uh, There's that, 25 seconds left in that Bucks-Atlanta game. That's going to overtime. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm, I'm not upset about that. Definitely still watching that. Uh, the only game we haven't touched on was uh, this week's uh, Shit Bowl, Slugs Bowl, uh, the Battle of the Worst, uh, Turtle and Poochie. We have Team Turtle at the bottoms. Do we have to? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> right. At this point, it's a 10-man league, but uh, all right. On the right side. Look, look Turtle uh, hasn't, hasn't found himself in the win column, but he has been... Putting up some some numbers lately, putting up some scores. Um, you know, he pushed me two weeks ago. He did. Um, he pushed. Uh, he pushed possibles. He pushed possibles a week before mm-hmm. that, I, I, and the week before. I think he played him twice in a row. He did. And uh, I, I was definitely sweating that game, but uh, I mean, for an 0 six team, he's he's plucky. I I the best 0 16. I mean, that's not saying much, but like this is probably I mean more better, competitive, better than the Vols last year. Yeah, better than <laughs> better than the Vols at this at the same point, uh, the same the same spot in the season. But um, yeah, the on the other side, the bottom's just. I mean, okay, you got 18 out of Barkley, but uh, another zero from Jamison Williams in a starting in a starting slot. I mean, he's he's running out Zach Evans. Who knows? That's a uh, 
I mean, the Rams run the ball a lot. Uh, Kyron's obviously been a stud, but they also signed uh, Henderson this week. Oh and, yeah, and you know he's gonna—he knows the offense. He, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I I had him on my roster a couple think, seasons. Yeah, I think he's gonna get a lot of run. Um, you know, Dobbs, man, the Packers' offense, in, and in particular the wide receivers. You just just roll the dice every week because somebody's gonna have 15, 20 points, and somebody's gonna have like a three or a four. Um, that's just that's the way it's been. That's the way it's been with the Packers' offense for the last four or five seasons, three or four seasons, really since Devontae left. Yeah. I mean, Devontae was always, you know, you can pencil him in every week. But since then, man, it's just been like trying to figure out that offense and who's going to who's gonna score is, is a challenge. Um, yeah, I mean, that's one thing. The, the league does not roster a lot of Packers. I uh, see that. Who did he start here? Oh, Jamison Williams put up a zero. That's, that's yeah. rough. Uh, and I, you know, Jamison Williams is somebody that I, I drafted him. I, I wanted to stash him, but... He's been, I think he popped a little bit last week, but, you know, in three games he's got 15 points. That's uh, not so hot. Um, yeah, it's not great, you know, especially when, I think uh, Pucci was one of the teams that started off 1-0. You know, so the bottoms come out the gate, and this will this looks like their sixth straight loss, which, you know, in, historically is not the, you know, the end of, uh, you know, any team season. But it's only happened one other time where one of six teams made the uh, made the playoffs. So, um, you know, re- real long shot here. But like, you know, again, some of the some of the decisions. You know, Sam Howell at quarterback. Uh, I mean, if you're starting, you're running Sam Howell out there. Um, you you got to be pretty. I mean, he's got that kind of buy. Yeah, uh, I mean, Tyrod Taylor with a twenty-one today. You know, for the for the Giants. Gardner Minshew, you know, people sleep on him. Minshew mania, baby. You know, guy should be a starter. Matt Jones with 19. Ooh, well, you can't start Matt Jones. <laughs> you can't, you can't, I don't know, you, you can't, you can't wake up and look yourself in the mirror and start Matt Jones. That's. Yeah, I mean, mean it's, it's, you know, you, you know you're down bad if that's, uh, if that's what you're, if that's what you're running out on a, on a, on a weekly basis there, but. Even, uh, even in a two quarterback league, you can't start Matt Jones. I mean. Mm. Uh, Not even worth a super flex. I, I mean, I don't think so, but, um, you know, you, you, you brought up the playoffs there. Is that, uh, I don't have the, uh, the note card in front of me. Is that where we're... No, I want to, I want to actually jump over to, to divisional outlook. So, okay. you know, when we're looking, uh, I'm just looking at projections right now. You know, if things hold, you know, the Vols are going to walk away, you know, four and three. It looks like, uh... you know, the Cups are going to keep the lead at four and three if everything holds. Kevin's winning that division. Yeah, I think you know if if we start in the West Side, you know the, you know maybe maybe AV and the Sawbox give a run, you know just to make some noise in deciding who wins. I mean, they could play a spoiler, but but yeah, I mean when when you're looking at it, you know the Vols just don't. When I'm look, I mean they have two more games against each other, you know Cubs and Vols, and when we're going head to head, if CMC's not full health, you know. Who is he washing Cup and Kamara with? Who's he? Who's he getting sixty points from? I mean, I know Gibbs had a good day today. Uh, obviously, Herbert is is uh, among the leaders at the quarterback position this year. But again, I mean, going going back to the wide receiver outlook, I mean, he's running out Pittman this week. Pittman did get a Kip, touchdown late. He Kip, did, and Kip, he's at sixteen. Cadaverous Tony. Cadaverous Tony. I man, you, you're starting Tony. That's a uh, 
you're, you're down pretty bad. Uh, it looks like, you know, he got some nice production out of his bench this week with Kendrick Bourne at 16, Michael Thomas at 13. Serviceable, yeah. Um, Rashad, Rashad White with 15. I mean, you'll take that. But, you know, you can't, I don't think either of those guys you can rely on. Rashad White, um, he's had an up and down year. Um, I'm sure that he uh, he's praying that uh, McCaffrey's going to start. Although, um, Niners, I, I believe, are on a bye next week. So I can totally see them just shutting him down this week. Yeah. Um, yeah, giving him the extended rest and... Yeah, so I don't know if he's got. It looks like I don't think he has a backstop for that. So no, he doesn't. And, you he, know, if it's a game time decision, that's a zero. Yeah, I. If it was me, I would have maybe gotten a random receiver from that game through McCaffrey in the flex. Yeah. Started White. Mm-hmm. Um, my, you know, I I know we don't talk about other leagues, but that's what I had my wife do this week. She's got both Ayuk and uh, McCaffrey on her team, and I I told her to throw McCaffrey in the flex, and she can. Up, she has up until game time tomorrow to decide if uh, she's going to pull a trigger on that. Yeah, roster management's really, you know, really, um, uh, I think more owners should put more thought into actual management. Yeah, going into a Monday, sure, you want McCaffrey to start, but you need that flex just in case anything happens. Yeah. You know, if he goes down, you need to be able to to, to put someone in there. Now, at worst... You're, you're getting like a fourth string, you know, San Francisco running back and hoping for something, you know, a flashy play, two points. But then also you got to consider your roster construction and you got to burn a roster spot for that. Now, I'm the, I'm looking at the bottom of his roster. He's got uh, Samuel Gibbs, Jaden Reed, um, but he can't, I don't, correct me if I'm wrong, but he can't, he can't drop any of those guys. They've all played. Yeah, I mean, he can. Uh, Reed he can hasn't, I mean, he is like he can drop Reed, Reed for the next played, ten yeah, minutes, right? You know, but that's minutes. that's about it. You know, so as, as far as management goes, his roster <laughs> roster is locked after uh, the three twenty five games today. So if if uh, McCaffrey doesn't go, he's he's taking a zero there, and uh, I'm not saying he's not playing. It, he, I know he practiced this week. It seemed like things were going in the right direction. Yeah, he still got that Q next to his name, which tells me that they're not one hundred percent confident. And he could put up a zero there, and um, there was there. Uh, all I'm gonna say is there was there was ways around it. Um, yeah, he could have started White at running back, and like I said, just grab whatever receiver was available, and then had that flex option available just in case. You know, and it's funny that we talk about that going back to you know like who who takes the West. You don't have that conversation with Kevin Drosser. Kevin Drosser, it's you know it's pretty. You know, I, I know who I'm starting, you know, week to week. And as far as depth, you know, it's definitely serviceable. You know, once once Herbert comes back, I mean, actually with with Deontay Foreman, you know, with the Bears today, Khalil Herbert may have lost his job. But, you know, Sutton put up, uh, you know, double digits. Um, you know, big Luke Musgrave is, you know, he can pop double digits at the tight end. Um, well, it's, it's funny, too, because, you know, we always talk about, well, at the beginning of the season, we're, we're kind of given – giving Dan a hard time, and I'm guilty of this too, uh, the number of roster moves. Uh, Kevin is always at the opposite end of that spectrum. I haven't looked at it lately, but the other day, I mean, he made like maybe six roster moves this season, maybe even less than that. Um, it's, uh, you know, it's just a testament to his... Uh, He's currently at four, which is the lowest in the league right yeah. now. The, uh, the next highest is uh, seven with uh, Turtle and uh, John. 
But if you look at his roster, I mean, he's got some, you know, Josh Kelly is, is questionable to sure, still have, some questions. have rostered. Um, but beyond that, I mean, Cortland Sutton, Geno Smith, uh, Musgrave, Stafford, I I, I question the need for three quarterbacks on the roster, but he's been running it all year. I mean, I think he's uh, rostered He Stafford. also has two kickers, which is an interesting choice. I'm also rostering two kickers, so I can't give him, you know, like, mainly because I want to keep uh, Fairborn with the Texans. And I, I understand that from week to week, uh, but I think he's had two kickers on his roster for at least a few weeks. And uh, that's a that's a yeah, that's questionable. questionable. That's questionable. That's a questionable sure, decision. You know? Even if he will be a, a, a four and three division leader, you know, at the end of the uh, at the end of the day here, uh, jumping over to the champs division, uh, he's projected going into the week ninety four percent. he's running away with to, the division. Yeah. I'm sorry. There's there's not a lot to talk about there. I I mean the demons. I respect what they've done this year. They're they're fighting. They're uh, you know they're they're putting up a fight, but they're fighting for. Uh, a wild, you know, card. a wild card. They're fighting for the sixth seed right now. Yeah. Uh, and it's pretty much thanks thanks to you. You know, if you don't jump possibles, it's either you or possibles who's taking, you know, wild wild card one. We'll we'll talk about that when we get to the South Shore. <laughs> well we'll 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 uh we'll jump to the north next, but uh before we leave the uh the lakeside, you know, I, I, I think the I think I'm gonna actually pull up the uh the, the champs roster or or the remaining schedule. Um you know I think that's probably where, you know, there's any chance of, um, you know, him slowing down a bit. You know, next week, you know, not to look ahead with the afternoon games just starting, but, you know, he ends the season uh, going to Cups, then he goes Bottom, and then Turtle. So that's, you know, and then Demons, Sawbucks, Demons. That's actually a really light schedule then. Yeah, he's throwing away. I'm not going to lie. I'm he sorry, actually, he's... he I, he might have one more loss to end the year. Maybe two. Um, but I think I'm, I'm looking for it. I mean, the Alvin's Cup is going to be a tough game. Uh, I mean, the Demons, like I said, they're scrappy. I think, I think the Demons he's got the at de- least split. He's at got least the, split. Yeah, he's got the Demons twice. So let's say, oh, I'm sorry, he's got three more games against the Demons. No, um, he's got. He's, it's this way. Oh yeah, I guess yeah. I, am I looking at this? Uh, am I looking at this wrong? Yeah, he has three more against the Demons. So. Yeah, maybe, maybe, I think minimum he goes two and one. I don't see him dropping two of the demons, you know, unless we have uh, just a little bit. We have, we got a little dog action in the background, a little dog action in the background. I don't know if, uh, can we, let's take a quick, we'll uh, take a, we'll take a quick break and then we'll jump back on. This uh, commercial message brought to you by Bill's Bibles and Porn. (laughs) Well, we'll see you back and we're back. Uh... No more dogs barking. Love it. So we were talking about uh, Lakeside Outlook. Again, it's going to be the champion. He's 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 looking at a first-round bye, maybe going into the playoffs with the number one seed uh, after taking his tiebreaker uh, in, the, in the Goliath Bowl that we're looking at now. Uh, before we go South Shore, want to jump over to the North Shore. Probably more exciting, you know, in terms of who's going to win. Uh... Because the winner probably goes to the playoffs with the losers, either the, the the wild card two, or out of the out of the playoff picture entirely. Uh, from the bottom to the top, I don't think the Pimps have a chance. Um, I I don't like their chances. Um, I, I don't like his uh, I don't like his ro- like his roster. Um, I mean he's got Eckler, he's got Lojack. Um, 
beyond that, Olave, up and down. Ridley, very up and very down. Literal boomer bust. Yeah. Uh, Cole Komet, I mean, if you're ro- running Cole Komet out there, um, I think he put up a zero today. Yeah, I think he was playing right tackle for Tyson Bajan today. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's got Njaku on the bench. Looks like he put up 10. Uh, again, not somebody that I want to trust to run out there every week. Um, you know, I, I like I like Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown. Um, I think he's cl- the clear number one option in uh, Arizona there. But that's a that's a bad team, and it's, you know, I know I know Dobbs. That Dobbs kid has been pretty decent this year. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, he's a wide receiver three flex at best. Um, uh, looking looking at his bench, I mean, he's got Mixon. Mixon's been. Um, serviceable this year, but definitely yeah. definitely lost a step from from where he was. Yeah, especially with uh, the whole Bengals offense really not clicking, you know, as much as they have in like previous seasons. I got several texts after the Cam Akers trade. I think Cam Akers is still garbage. Yeah, yeah, I, no stock in Cam Akers. You know, I think beyond wanting to bang McVeigh's wife, he's just not good. No, I mean he's he's put up decent ish numbers this year like yards per carry wise since he got traded um he's just not gonna get the looks i think uh i think they made that trade to send a message to madison yeah because uh, of the fumbling issues early um but and i i, I mean madison's on my my squad and i i definitely he's not he's somebody that i need to do well um but he's not somebody that i i'm, I'm not counting i'm counting on him for like 10 12 points yeah. every week i'm not counting on him for you know RB1 production. He's definitely like low RB2. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'd still rather have him over Cam Akers. That's that's for sure. Yeah, or, or Tyler Algier. I mean, he's the, the Pimps don't have a great outlook. They do have the best ESPN projected percentage, you know, to make the playoffs for any uh, third-place division uh, uh, holder. But uh, outlook's not good. I mean, uh, there's not three teams coming out of that division. No, There's not three playoff teams. Not play. not like you know the North is definitely down this year. Uh, you know, Pimps are, are back to their uh, 2019 ways, uh, overvaluing players, uh, and, and you know just uh, not taking value when it was there for you in weeks two through four. So, well, and that's a good point. I mean, the the first four to five weeks of the regular season are the most important in terms of waiver wires. Absolutely. And I just saw so much, like, people, so many people, so many owners resting on their laurels. And, yeah. I mean, there was definitely value out there. You picked up Kyron Williams early. Yeah. First um, waiver. Best waiver I've had in my, in my history of fantasy. I, you know, I picked up, I know that with Taylor back, he's not, it's not as impactful, but I, I picked up uh, Zach Moss, and he's averaged, you know, 20-plus points while he's been you know, the RB1 there, and even even since um, Taylor came back, I, I don't know, I think today he probably had a down game. I think he touched double digits. I mean, I know he did last week. He, he had six this week, so, yeah, you know, not great, but I mean, it, it's, it it's makes more sense. than zero. It makes sense. I mean, Taylor, they were ramping up slowly. You, I think he got maybe six touches in the first game and eight touches in the second game, and this week it looks like he's back to RB1, which, which may, again, it makes sense. It's, that's, it's logical. Um, but still, I had a, a window where I got production out of this guy, um, and it, it just seemed like there was a lot of people that were just like ignoring it. And um, 
I know you made a comment in the the last write up, which has been I don't know like six or eight months ago. Yeah, yeah, right, something right. Like that. <laughs> um, but uh, man, those those weeks, those especially the first four weeks, you you got to be on top of it. You got to be watching that waiver wire. There's there's good value to be had, and uh, you know I think I think we're seeing that now with some of the weakness of the roster, where some of these teams were that were they lost week one or week two, definitely were had favorable waiver wire positions and uh, didn't do anything with just it. didn't do anything with it. And it's, you know, it's, it's kind of inexcusable in my opinion. Yeah. You know, it's rough, you know, shifting to, to you know, IBM, it looks like, it looks like the ghosts in IBM probably have the best chances uh, of taking the North here. Uh, this week doesn't look great for IBM uh, and the ghosts are in a really close one with the Bucks, but um, you know, it's, it's, it looks like the Ghosts can control most of their destiny. I mean, you know, we opened up 2-0 and against our divisional opponents while, while you know, IBM dropped to 1-2. and You know, if I, if I can get at least at least split with IBM and take the, the last two from the Pimps, I think I have a good chance of at least I winning run, the division. I wouldn't write off IBM this week. He's still got that, that potent Eagles offense. You know, he's got that Hurts and uh, Brown connection He does, to go. he does. And again, McCaffrey, like inexplicable that uh, the, the Volunteers didn't hedge their bets with uh, throwing him into the flex and just just in case. Talk about um, laurels. Yeah, uh, I, it's just it's an unforced error. Uh, it really is. Now I see he got he got 19 out of Kirk in the flex, which is good. It but, is. But he's also starting fucking cadaverous Tony. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Who I who I expect to have maybe five. Six. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, you were in the same boat. Yeah. Five six points. Yeah, um, I don't know. It just it does doesn't doesn't make sense to me. But I digress. Um, Watson clearly the second best team in that division. Yeah, uh, it, it pains me to say it. You you have the best roster in that division. Um, Thank you. Yeah. I know. I know uh, it hurts. I mean, your wide receiver situation isn't ideal, um, but you have hands down the best set of running backs. Now J- Jacobs put up four points this week. He's been he's been a disappointment. I would definitely. say that for sure. Yeah, definitely. But you've also you're also sitting there with Brees Hall on your bench, who's been ascendant lately. Great. The past uh, three weeks has been a great RB one and you know, you know alternative. Walker's got five points already. It's very early in that game. Yeah, you know um, the Kyron the Kyron injury hurts because yeah. he's out until they put him week on IR. twelve. Yeah. yeah. So you know you know hopeful playoff stash uh, and you know hopefully. You know, I keep the the like this strategy of bulking up the running back room still works, but because uh, you're right, that's probably my biggest weakness is is wide receiver, you know. But yeah, I mean, you got L- Lamb as your clear number one, um, and he sometimes when he feels like it puts up wide receiver one numbers. Right, <laughs> exactly. Um, my problem with Lamb is when he's not like like very involved in the offense, he just. He fades he, away. He fades away, and he he looks like he's just not even trying. Yeah, um, definitely, definitely one of those guys that gives up on the plays that aren't passing. He's not blocking. You know, he's not he's not trying to sell the run uh, or sell the pass. Rather, it's just yeah, it, he's. It just looks like sometimes he doesn't want to be there. That San Francisco San Francisco game uh, when he was he he just looked like a, a punk. You know, he yeah, just looked like a punk. Um, but yeah, I mean beyond that that. That running back room you have is, uh, it, it's it's impressive. And, uh, 
you know, hopefully we'll uh, we'll be talking business before too long here. I know we've talked some. We have. I mean, like you know, this is this is an odd year for the league. I mean, we haven't had a trade through. This will be you know going into week eight next week. It's in the first half of the season. That hasn't happened since I think you joined the league. I mean, five years ago. I've definitely put out some feelers. I've had some discussions. Um, it just seems like what I'm running into is people are not being reasonable with their expectations and trades. Um, and uh, I'm shaking my head because I, you know, I've definitely gone through the same thing, you know, from from multiple not not just you know I know I give you know some some guys a hard time from pretty much everyone I've tried to do a trade with this year. There's been some sort of you know X Y Z player is too valuable for my team, and then that guy will put up like a you know single digit score the next week. Well, like subsequent weeks for them. Yeah, I'm not going to name any names, but I, you know, you and I were working on a, you know, some, let's call it a multiple. Yeah, team. a multi-team trade. And uh, some of the feedback I got back was, um, you know, ETN is not reliable and. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's not I, a stud. I, I'm I'm happy that I didn't trade ETN because he's, you know, quietly or maybe not so quietly. You know, I, I think he's RB3 right now, maybe RB4. Yeah, um, he's a RB3, and he's going to retain that position with uh, 22 you know, a 22 on a, on a Thursday night, no less. Like, yeah, yeah, know. Thursday night games are scary. Um, but, you know, I, that's... But, yeah, I mean, you have to find a, a willing partner that is also reasonable about evaluating the offers, and I, I have not uh, found that situation this year. And there's just, I mean, obviously some teams you just don't line up with, right? Like if I'm, yeah. I'm strong at wide receiver, if I'm talking to like, say, Watson, who's also, you know, he's weak at running back, I'm weak at running back, our teams don't line up. Right. Um, but I know I can at least have a reasonable discussion with Bob. Um, and and likewise with you, I mean, I know you've been on Hawkinson's, Hawkinson's nuts all year. Um, Since draft day. Yeah, but... Uh, you know, it's it's hard to trade those guys when there's such an advantage of that position. Um, there's such a drop off after the first top three or four guys. Yeah. Um, it's it's hard to part with those guys. So. Yeah, I get that. I mean, I'm I'm staring across from you know Travis Kelsey, who yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I put a bit in for. You know, we didn't line up me and Av, but I kicked um, the tires on Tel- on Kelsey. You know, it's just why not? You yeah. know, you know, it, it's. You know the, the 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 proposal is your team overall is better, but yeah, you lose your best guy. You know, but uh, right now he's leading. You know, I'm looking at our, our game pretty closely. It's uh, the projections aren't far off. Uh, jumping yeah, over, it's gonna be tight. Jumping over to the South Shore, uh, probably our most interesting division this year with uh, two league leaders, and uh, it looks like the Possibles are going to take their first loss. And you are going to gain one game back. Uh, you'll be five and two. It well, looks like I'm not. I'm not like I said. I know. Before. I know I'm you not, don't. I'm not counting my chickens there. Uh, okay. There, there's a lot of game left to be played. He's got Austin Eckler running out there. Right That's now. true. That is true. And Austin Eckler just scored a point right here. You got to catch out of the backfield. So, all right, you're two games back. Uh, you're looking at the wild card. You are the second highest scoring team, if I have that right, uh, in the league. Yeah, you're I the second so. highest scoring team. Uh, how do you feel, you know, playing catch-up? And, you know, what's it like playing the Possibles, you know, for now, the league's only undefeated team? Well, I'll say, first about my team, I, I was feeling really good about my, my squad. And uh, lately, I don't know, I've just been getting a little little more queasy. Um, 
Uh, all year long, I've been looking at shoring up the quarterback position. I thought Purdy had turned a corner, and then he put up like a six last week or something. Yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> um, so uh, that's that's still a big question mark. I've got question marks at running back. ETN is locked in. Um, beyond that, the Connor injury hurt. Uh, you know, Zach Moss uh, is not going to be able. I'm not going to be able to count on him moving forward. Uh, I picked up Latavius Murray this week just as a just Cook was looking a little yeah. shaky back there, but he he put up a big number this week. He so did. I, I think uh, I, I don't I don't think I'm going to get anything out of that. Um, you know, I, obviously I like my receiver room. I think um, if you stack it up against any of the other rosters, I I think I'm either one or one A there yeah. with uh, Chase, who's returned to form. Uh, Adams has been shaky lately, which I don't really like. Um, and then Evans, when Evans is healthy, he's in a contract year this year. Um, he's going to put up numbers, and I I know he's not a sexy pick. Yeah, I know that. Uh, I I, you know, there was I go a back to on draft day. yeah, I was like I go back to draft day where I had the sticker in hand and I listened to mullets. Just chirp something from the crowd, and I swap it for Godwin. All I said was he was not like he was done talking about contract. Like, yeah, all, yeah, you did. That's the only you comment did. I made. You did, and it, you know it definitely got in my head just enough. I mean, look, Godwin hasn't been terrible. It's been more than serviceable for a flex, you know, wide receiver three, wide receiver two, like low end wide receiver two. But uh, Mike Evans has been averaging almost twenty points a week for you when he's healthy. So yeah, um, you know you definitely look good. Your wide receiver room is by far, you know, like well, you said, one or one A. And I've minimum. you know Jordan Addison um, with Jefferson down. If he's not the wide receiver one there, he's right there. He's gonna get he's gonna get between seven and ten targets every week. Yeah, and uh, I think he scored like around twenty last week or something. I believe no, I. I'm looking at it right now. Last week was 11. He had a shit game. I mean, I was giving um, you shit for the the run of weeks where he had like 15 or 16 or 18. Yeah, on but your then bench. he put up a zero. Yeah, a, a healthy zero. <laughs> um, and then you know, don't sleep on that Josh Down kids out of Indianapolis. What did he give you on the bench today? 23 points on the bench. Uh, let's just. I'm pulling him up right now. The last three games. Let's look at the last five games. We got a 13, a five. A, 15, 13, and 23. The five was the game that Richardson was healthy. And yeah. And for whatever reason, he just doesn't hook up with Richardson. But with Minshew, it's like Minshew's got the, uh, you know. Like, he's got a guy. He's he's locked on pretty tight. Um, not a ton of targets. He did have 12 targets in week three. I mean, six is probably the minimum you want for, uh, I mean, that and that's a healthy production for six targets. But he's also my fifth wide receiver. So. Right. Um. And then you know Tyler Boyd is just sitting on the bench just just in case if uh, if Chase goes down. Yeah, the insurance, the the, the wide receiver handcuff. Um, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> which maybe isn't something that you know a lot of people do, but yeah. uh, I think with uh, when you have a talent like Chase, it, it it makes sense to have that that assurance. And it's not like, I mean, look when when Higgins was down, Boyd was putting up numbers too. I could have I could have run them both out there and and done okay. Um, but uh, yeah, and it's not like like there's not a lot left on the waiver wire in terms of receiver. I mean, you can always pick up a receiver that's gonna yeah, put the up, matchup be base. projected to nine to yeah. maybe eleven. Yeah. Um, so I know there's more there's more volume out there for the wide receivers, but if you can get you know two or three guys that are in the top ten, top fifteen, um, 
that's that's kind of my philosophy lately. And I was always like the yeah, I got to get those stud running backs. The running back, running back, running back, running back. And uh, you know, since I started shifting to more, it's not like an RB zero strategy like you hear these fantasy nerds talking about. Right. Um, you know, like I said, I have ETN. Um, he was definitely a top ten running back coming into the draft. Um, so you know, I definitely wanted to have at least one or two guys that I could count on, and I think. I think I'm there. I, I don't like Madison that much, but, um, you know, he's definitely better than some of the guys we're seeing tried out this week on some of these rosters. So Yeah, again, more serviceable than, I mean, yeah, we were given, I mean, shifting to the possibles, you know, I would rather have that than having to rely on Ramon J. Stevenson in that offense, you know, uh, uh, week over week. And, you know, your strategy with, uh, you know, focusing on having the top, Two out of you know two out of the seven top wide receivers. I mean, you're the back-to-back division, you know, you know, champion of the South Shore. You know, yeah. This is I, your division to lose with look, that strategy. I'm, and I'm down two games, but I, I we haven't played yet. Uh, I got three games left against the Possibles, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, like I said, I'm not counting on anything. But I, I feel like my roster stacks up well against him. And I feel good about winning at least two of those games. Um, we'll see. Games are played on paper. You're right. They're I mean, played on an imaginary football field. <laughs> you know? I mean, he's he's looking. He's. I don't want to say his roster looks thin. Yeah, he does have Tyreek Hill who can, you know, pop out of 30-plus. Yeah. He's you know, a, He's a game changer. Easily. Um, but, yeah, in, some, uh, in the, what, the, the RB2, the wide receiver 2, and even the flex, I mean... Uh, I think I think you would win those you know head to head matchups there, um, uh, and and even looking at bench, you know he's not terribly deep. He gets Dallas's defense back, which has been you know pretty good. You know David, or, he's you know, had two really fluky games out of Dallas defense this year. That's very true, and you know? that's I, and that that's the thing. Like he's had a couple games that were like decided by just fluky outcome. A 26 think, and a 24 or something like that. I think he had a game where he got like 20-something out of Dallas defense and 43 out of Tyreek that game. <laughs> yeah, okay. Which, I mean, look, look, Tyreek is is clearly wide receiver one this year. Um, it, clear, hands down. Yeah. But 43 is, you know, it's not something you can count on week to week. Um, I say that after I got, you know, 50-plus out of Jamar Chase, which, <laughs> which I enjoyed. But I'm not counting on 50-plus out of Jamar Chase. I'm, I'm counting on, you know, 15 to 25, and I'm happy. Yeah, you know, on that note, we've, we've definitely seen more 40-point games or, you know, 40-point outputs from players uh, this that, season. That Miami game where fucking uh, Mostert had, I think, 45. 45, I want to say 18 to 51. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. 96 points out of the running back position. Just disgusting. Yeah. None of which I captured. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know if he started a chain that week either, but I don't think so. Um, yeah, I don't. I, mm, I don't think so. Yeah, to have ninety points on the bench is uh, uh, pretty abysmal. But yeah, I mean, we were talking about this off air. It's he's for a six and zero team. It's very, very reminiscent of last year's Vikings, where a lot of these games, you know, he just edges out. You know, the I mean, opponent. he got he got pushed in two of those games against the the zero and six, you know, turtle team. Yeah, not to give, not to overlook, you know, turtles team. Yeah, you're like the again the best performance we've seen out of a winless team. Uh, you know, 
I mean, he's certainly better than the 0-6 Volunteers last year. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't think, I, you know, I, I think that the, the I think that Volunteers team is worse than my 2-12 and uh, championship defending season. But I mean, at 0-6, he's out right now. He is outscoring the Pimps, the Bucks, the Demons. The Bottoms? Well, the Bottoms are... Well, yeah. Absolutely, the bottom. <laughs> the actual bottom of the league. Yeah, that's a, the actual bottom. And I, know. I'm sorry, Poochie, I love you, but that. And uh, listen, show up to a draft. That's show, all yeah, show up to, a, show draft. Up to a draft. Yeah, yeah, one, one week. You like, know, show but. up to a draft, and then you know. But yeah. But yeah, Turtles had the hardest. I mean, 722 points against, uh, where yeah. like the league average is about like 650. You know, I mean, so that's that's another. Um, you know, that that's a tough. That's a tough schedule you've had, and some close games, uh, you know that you just fell short in. But uh, again, great effort. Like just to just to not go down to set up a lineup every week. You he's, know, I just wanted to make sure yeah, that you got a he's competing. Every you got week. a shout out, and that's that's what the that's the spirit of this league. You know, week I mean, over he, week. He lost putting up the last three weeks before this week. A hundred. He lost to the Possibles. He put up a 127. I just happened to, that was the Jamar Chase 50 point yeah. week, and I, I put up 165. And a 127 that week probably beats the other five, you know, like matchups, or at least four out of those five. You yeah. Know. So he's he's competing, and he's you know it looks it looks like he'll pick up his first win this week, which is which is good. I'm I'm happy for him. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, and he's it looks like he's done with the possibles, right? Yeah, he's done with the possibles. Yeah. Um, I think he I just has your matchups. One, I got no. I got two games left. Two games him. left with him. Yeah. So I have two games against him, and I got three games against uh, the possibles left. Um, so definitely the division is still up for grabs. I'm not. I'm not counting on anything. Yeah, Turtle can I'm definitely down, play spoiler. You I'm know, down two games right now. But uh, I'm not. I'm. I'm feeling okay. I, I'm feeling okay to at least get a wild card. Um, and, uh, I, you know, I don't if, – if I miss out on a buy, I'm okay with that. Well, you know, that's actually a good segue. So when we're looking at playoff picture, I think our buys, for the most part, again, when I'm looking at the possible schedule, you know, outside of playing you three times, the rest of the schedule's pretty soft. Uh, and that two-game lead does give them, like, a nice cushion. Um, uh, your schedule's – yeah, I'm going to pull up yours. Uh, I know your schedule isn't the I got, easiest. I got Poochie, Possibles, Turtle. Volunteers, Possibles, Possibles, Turtle. That's a pretty easy schedule. Yeah, too. yeah. I mean, it's it's easier than some. Uh, and where the Possibles... I mean, outside of the Possibles, which are, you know, number one team, I've got one win, uh, Poochie, uh, potentially one win, Turtle... The volunteers, which, I mean, they looked they look like they're getting their fourth win, but yeah, yeah. I mean a team a team that will will either give you eighty or up and down for sure. Yeah, possibles, possibles, and then the one win turtle. So it's really those three games. Yeah, look, um, looking at the possibles uh, remaining, they play IBM next week, then you, and then demons, and then Sawbucks. Demons the, are a lucky team. Yeah, I mean the next four they they could easily. See a couple losses, you know, easily split that, maybe go one and three. I mean, I think that next four is probably your biggest opportunity 
for making that jump in the I like my schedule. I like my schedule. I, let's take our, our games against each other out of the equation. He's got IBM, Demons, Sawbucks, which that should be a win. Yeah, and, and the, the bottoms. bottoms. Uh, and, you know, I have, uh, I basically have the volunteers left who potentially have a winning record. And other other than that, like, again, take, take the possibles out of the equation. Um, I have a softer schedule. I got to get a win this week. He's got to get a loss this week. Yeah. We're one game apart. And then we'll see what happens. Yeah, right. Stack and, then, up. And, then, and, and then it's about those division games. And then it's about wrapping it's up about those, those three. It's about those three games in four weeks or whatever. Yeah, again, like I said at the start trash. of the season, it's three games in five weeks. Your so schedule. Trash. You're going to appreciate the schedule when you're racking up wins against the possibles. But trash. so we we know we know the we know the Lions. Then we know our chance have a bye week pretty much secured. I don't see them stumbling. I see them maybe dropping two more games with like. You know, an 11 the or 12 only, win season. The only thing I'll say about that is, what the hell happened with B. John Robinson today? I want to know the answer to that question. Fair. Um, because he's he's dangerously thin at running back with Montgomery down. Yeah. And then, you know, he's got a lot of eggs in that Detroit and then, Lions yeah. basket. And then the Lions, the if, if the Lions don't swim, can he sustain? You know, assuming he can, that looks like a like a healthy buy. Um, you know, we, we know Possibles and Mullets are in it for the race. You know, when we look to the north, um, you know, I look at... It looks at, like definitely one playoff spot is up for grabs. That's... Yeah. That's... I mean... I would I would think that, that like, the sixth seed is where you start having the conversation with, like, the Demons, the Volunteers, Watson. either myself or IBM, um, and that's about it, you know? I don't... Like you said, I don't see Kevin and, and the Cups falling off. You know, I see the Vols as a, a wild card, the Demons as a wild card player. You know, and again, as long as you know, my final my next game is Turtle, then I play the Pimps, then I go Jags, Cup, Bottoms, and then Jags and Pimps to end it. So Well, I think if I think if the Pimps lose this week, they're gonna have a real tough time even competing for a wild card. I think if yeah. the Sawbucks lose this week, uh, I don't want to say they're done, but they're they're it's a tough deep climb. shit. Tough climb at two um, five. Poochie's on the mat. He's been on the mat all year. Uh, Turtle's not making the playoffs, but I you know I hope he I hope he finishes the season strong. Not against me, of course, but I'd like to see him get a few wins. Yeah. Um, and you know he's he's definitely not a team that it's not like he's he's competing every week. He's not like mailing it yeah, in. It's not in his lineup. <laughs> Um, it's not like my work league where, like, we don't, I, we like don't I need I said, to talk about bringing back the elimination bowl. I guess. Um, no, I don't think we're there. You know, you know, if uh, if anyone's in the hot seat, I'm gonna say right here on the pot, it's the bottoms. We need more out of the bottoms. Yeah, they made the playoffs last year. We had a six and eight record before then. We had back to back five win seasons. Um, they really haven't done much since winning winning the league. You know, in year three, and we just need more. We need more than you know a win in week one. And then this middling performance throughout. You know, if I had to look at worst season, it's not Turtle. No, it's the bottoms that are having the worst yeah. season in the league. I mean, he's and then the Pimps. He's put up five twenty seven this week or this year. Five twenty seven. That's the that's worst overall, in right? Six games. For, yeah, that's not even averaging a hundred. No. Come on, you know, um, at least the Bucks, the Bucks and Pimps and Demons, I guess, are all there. Turtles averaging a hundred a game plus, and then you know the top seven. You know, we're all we're all actually you know more than competitive, you know, when it comes to this. So, not to call anybody out. We know we love you, Poochie, but 
you show know. up at a draft. So, yeah, show up at a draft. The league, the league, the league deserves more out of that out of that spot. We need we to know you're be, a real person. <laughs> we shouldn't be handing the champ back to back division titles and back to back championships. Um, but yeah, when we're looking at the playoffs, I mean, like you said, I think there's the one wild card. Um, you know, I think uh, I think IBM's schedule to end, you know, uh, is a little harder than mine. Uh, you know. He plays Cubs to end the season. He's got to play the Bucks, Team Turtle, and Possibles. Yikes. Yeah, I mean, it's about even. You know, maybe my schedule's a little harder, but... Uh, I think those those two games you guys play against each other, that's... That's, that's probably what's going to determine who wins the North right there. Yeah. Because you, know. you, you, you picked up the W in your first matchup, correct? Yeah, I picked up the W against both of them in the first. So he's got he's to he's gotta run those matchups to have a chance. Um... Can we can we talk about my wild uh, playoff expansion idea? Is that is that appropriate? Yeah, now? yeah, throw it out there. Um, so, you know, you know, I talk to the commission a lot about um, just how to you know, enhance the league. We'll we'll call it. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think that um, with a twelve team league, I think that we could definitely stomach a seventh playoff team, um, but I don't think it should go just on record. I think I think the seventh playoff team should be the the highest remaining score, overall score, because I want to eliminate some of the randomness and I, I kinda wanna put a little bit of fear of God into that two seed that hey they could be playing a team with the fourth best point total. They were just a little bit unlucky. Right, and playing the two seed where we only have the one bye. It'd be the the, the number one the seed number gets one the bye two through seven play week one. Just like the league. Just like the, you know, the league we emulate. And in that scenario, that would be, it looks like the Vols. Am I looking at that right? Let's see. Um, uh, pull up standings here. So currently, the Vols have 646. Yeah, they're the seventh highest scoring team in a non-playoff. Or are they the sixth seed? Let me uh, go to the projected playoff bracket. Yeah. Uh, the Vols are the sixth seed. Uh, so who's the other, you're the other wild card. So when I'm looking at that, um, who is, who's the high, who's the team that's scoring the, oh, it's the, Turtle. it's IBM, it would be Turtle. Uh, no, it'd be IBM, IBM, yeah, yeah. it'd be yeah. IBM as the, the seven C. But again, to your point, Turtle's now in the conversation for, you know, yeah, I'm a hundred points off, but I'm in that second, I'm in the wild card four spot. I have a chance well, it's it's gonna motivate him to continue, like record notwithstanding. He could be he could have two wins right now, and be in the conversation for the playoffs because his team has showed up every week. Exactly, and he's done the work every week to uh, make sure that he's putting the most points up possible. He's not just you know laying down, giving up. Um, I just think it's gonna motivate the bottom half of the league. Yeah. To continue to be competitive, and I think the league is gonna benefit. Yeah, I look. I I love I love what adding unique uh, features uh, to our league that separate us from from every other league. And I think a seventh wild card again, to your point, makes it a little more interesting for those teams where you know we're going into you know week eight in the back half of the uh, of the the season where a one and five team or you know even like you know someone delusional won't say any names from the North Shore with two wins. Who's like I have the third best roster? <laughs> they can probably still hold on to that thought 
with the idea of being able to make wide receiver or uh, a wild card three spot. You know, like that's that's what makes it intriguing to me. But I, I know we'll, I know we'll get some pushback, you know, from the league. Like, you know, why would you have too many playoff teams? Blah blah. But again, it also it also increases the value of the number one seed exponentially. Yeah, you know, I, it it does that as well. And and that's the thing. You're gonna fight for that. You're gonna fight even harder for that one seed to get that buy. Yeah. Um, but it incentivizes those. It doesn't. It doesn't matter what your record is. If you if you had bad luck, you know, like I said, turtle is a good example. Uh, right now, looking at his record, he's eliminated from playoffs. One percent chance. But he's only fifty points. Let's say, and with half the season left, he's fifty points outside of that. That like league average score, yeah. Seventh, yeah. Uh, playoff spot, yeah. Um, so he'd still be in it. Um, and I, I just don't, I don't personally see a lot of downside to it. That um, you know, if you if you wind up in the second seed, you're gonna. You're gonna cry about You're gonna it a hate little it, bit, right? Yeah. But fuck you. You should have uh, worked harder and got that one seat. You should have had that tiebreaker. Yeah. You should have. Yeah. You should have. You know, buckled down and gotten that one seat. Yeah, um, I couldn't imagine the uh, the week one uh, playoff against Possibles and Turtle, and then Turtle wind up and and knock him out, knock him out for a chance at the final four. Like, yeah, that's the drama I'm looking for. You know, where we we, we crown a, a two win champion uh, in the league, but hey. You know, hey, there's, there's a first for everything. Last year we saw our first uh, uh, six-win team make the Final Four. So, you know, what, what other crazy things do we add uh, uh, to, 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 again, separate our league from all the other, you know, your practice league. Like, you have the Jungle, which is your practice 10-man. We've got the oh, Les my, League, my re- which is the... League? Yeah, yeah, the real, the real league. The real league's not doing podcasts that are over 45 minutes of... Absolute golden content. This is the the level of production that we give the the other (laughs) 10 people in the world. Unbelievable. But um, no, honestly, that's a that's a good uh, that's a good wrap. Uh, Thanks for hosting. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. You know, John Saunders. Anytime. Thank you, big man. Uh, We'll see you guys next time. Take care, guys. Been fun.